All right. Yeah, it's week five. It's going to be RW King starts. And sit your ass on the bench, guys. There's plenty of guys for that, definitely. But I think what we want to do is we just want to make sure we get guys that, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to really pick guys where you're going to say, okay, start them. Because basically a lot of guys are in that upper tier of guys that are basically must-starts, right? And if they're a must-start, it's really hard for us to go away from starting them. But I think there's guys that are on the fence, and those are sort of the guys that I want to sort of talk about. You know, not every week we're going to have, you know, so many guys at this position, you know, and it might be a little bit oddball, might have a couple guys at one and three at the other, something like that. But, you know, I'm going to try to spread it out for you most of the time, and I'm just going to go ahead and get started. But my must start at quarterback this week, big, big, big Anthony Richardson. Big Anthony Richardson versus Tennessee. Tennessee, they came off a big win last week. Cincinnati's just in a spiral. I've talked about them before. Don't know what's going on there defensively. They should at least be hanging with teams. They made Tennessee look like all-stars. D-Hop finally had a game. These guys, Derrick Henry had a game. Everybody got fed. I can see Anthony Richardson doing what they're supposed to do against Tennessee. Tennessee's in the bottom of everything with their defense. They're in the mid to late 20s ranked in everything, you know, points allowed, points, you know, uh, yards, um, time of possession against them, everything. So I can see Anthony Richardson, especially with Jonathan Taylor possibly coming back this week. He's been in practice. He's been at the facility the last three weeks, rehabbing, getting ready for this week. We'll know by tomorrow. Today's recording on Wednesday. You know, we'll know by Thursday when we post this. You know, if he's really going to play or not. But I think regardless of that, I want to start me some Anthony Richardson. You know, Tennessee gave up over 120 yards rushing their last game and 260 yards passing. I think Anthony Richardson can get a big chunk of that. In his last game against the Rams, he had over 200 yards and two TDs passing. And he had a 56 on the ground with another touchdown. Three total touchdowns for the day. I can see him doing that again easily. You know, I think he's going to be right around that 200 to 220 passing yards all the time. I think what is the X factor is his rushing. And I think at some point, he's obviously going to break some long ones. I can see him breaking a long one this week. So I think he's going to score a pretty long touchdown on the ground, but I'm thinking at least one and one. And if your guy's one of the guys on the buys that we talked about earlier, remember it's bye week starting this week, guys. Plug in some Anthony Richardson and let him go. He'll probably be your starter the rest of the year. I know that, and going into running backs, it was tough this week. You know, who am I going to pick a guy who's not really a must-start? There's already buys going on, a guy who's obvious, you know, whatever else. But what I'm thinking is, I think there's a lot of guys on that fence are probably already in the mode of benching Breeze Hall, even possibly thinking about trading him. Don't do it. Wait another couple weeks. The coaches challenged him this week and told him, basically, you're on no restriction anymore. The doctors have said, you're completely fine. We're just going to feed you the ball. Last week, again, another pedestrian outing from six carries, 56 yards. But the problem here is, like I, I talked about before, is he gets one carry for 43 yards and then five carries for 13. So I think they're going to try to feed him a little bit more. I see him getting anywhere from 12 to 16, maybe even more carries than that. I think they really want to help Zach Wilson out a little bit at least create some kind of running game where they could pull that safety away a little bit and the play action works. 
So I'm starting me some Brees Hall this week. I think Brees Hall can collect himself this week, and he's playing a porous defense who's giving up yardage to everybody in every aspect, the Denver Broncos. I think it's a get-right game for a lot of the Jets. I like Garrett Wilson also, but I think he's a must-start in every league. And I'm calling out my boy Frosty Nips, Dale, who always talks about benching him because of Zach Wilson. He still gets 14 targets, bro. Nine catches. That's nine points just on catches. Come on, dude. That's his floor. You got to keep him in the lineup. But I'm just saying I I can see Brees Hall having a big game this week against Denver. I actually think the Jets are going to win this game. So I'm starting me some Brees Hall. I'm not benching him. I'm not trading him. I'm not doing anything else. Another guy I want to start at running back and probably starting going forward just because of his ceiling is ridiculous is Aching, the running back from Miami. Devin Aching is ridiculous. This guy is just, he was the fastest guy at the position in the combine. He has shown that in this vertical type of offense, when you have receivers streaking down the field, and the second-level guys are all chasing them. He gets in that void and behind them, and he can just break off big, huge runs. On eight carries last week, he had another 100-yard game, 101 yards and two touchdowns. The two touchdowns came, they were relatively close, but they weren't his first two carries. His first two carries of the game were touchdowns. Once he got in the red zone, gave him the ball, boop, touchdown. Next time he got in the red zone, like seven, eight-yard line, boop, touchdown. Devin Aitchings for real. He reminds me of the rookie of Alvin Kamara, the same kind of rookie year Alvin Kamara was having. So I like me some Devin Aching, and probably going forward, he's going to be a starter for me in a couple leagues because I was able to pick him up because I'm doing so shitty. You know, my honorable mention is my boy Alvin Kamara. Since I mentioned him, I want to mention him again. Alvin Kamara versus New England. New England's a fucking dumpster fire. I can see Alvin Kamara having a pretty decent game. Derek Carr this week probably getting a little bit healthier. Probably going to be able to pull that safety out of the box. They gave Alvin Kamara a workload when he came back last week. And he's running hard. I can see him doing the same thing this week. And I can see New England's players starting to give up on him, on their team. And I can see him breaking some big runs and having a big week. But my honorable mention at running back also Alvin Kamara. At wide receiver. Pretty easy. I mean, I like me some Brandon Ayuk this week. I know they're playing the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are supposed to be pretty good, but, but they played two New York teams, and they don't really play fucking anybody, to be honest. Arizona. You know what I mean? They ain't played shit. So this is the first test, and I like Brandon Ayuk here. Brandon Ayuk was a little bit limited a couple weeks ago, went out of the game, held out of a game week three, came back last week. Six out of six catches, six targets, six catches. 148 yards, definitely the downfield threat. I think they're going to key on Debo, and they're going to leave my boy Brandon Ayuk alone, and I see him having his biggest game of the year when they need it. Against the Cowboys, against a team that trying to establish themselves as being right there with the 49ers, I think the 49ers are going to slap him in the face. You know what I mean? So I like me some Brandon Ayuk here, at least to get over 100 yards and at least a touchdown. Another guy I like a lot this week, Devontae Smith. Um, Matchup this week. I don't know what's going to happen with Matt Stafford. He played his ass off last week, but he came off limping. They're not really letting anybody know. That's how it's going to be going throughout the year. They're going to keep things as hush-hush as they can over there. Without Matt Stafford, that team's completely different. You know, so I really like the opportunity. I like Devontae Smith really having a 
a good game, really good game. I'm over 100 yards, at least a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns. And I think them, the team making a concerted effort to get him involved again. And I think it's not going to be hard because I think that the Rams are going to try to take away A.J. Brown just because of the last two weeks he's had. So it's all going to fit in perfect, the perfect storm for Devontae Smith. Don't worry about what he's done the last two weeks. Put him in your lineup. Devontae Smith blowing up this week. Now it's time for the sits of the week. But before I get into that, man, I want to say the biggest sit and shit of the week is my team in T's Fun League. T has a league and all three of us are in it. You know, all three of us, me and my boys, T is in it, Bombo's in it. And Bombo seems to be the class this year. Although T's got a really solid team too. And these guys are smashing it with their points. I'm winless, guys. I'm winless. I'm on one four. But last week, my boy Bombo demolished Team Stump. Stump's a new team in there. They don't deserve any recognition. They don't deserve any of that. So this is where I get fucking healthy this week too, guys. I'm like the Jets this week. Stump is 2-2, two and two, and he's actually got a solid team. He did a good job drafting. But you know what? It's my week, guys. All my hurt guys, all my guys on the IR, fuck them, whatever. Everybody else is going to have a fucking blow up fucking week. Stump, you're fucking done, buddy. Just letting you know. Yeah, at this point, dude, just empty out your roster and score a zero because you're probably going to get heartbroken because I'm probably going to beat you by like half a point or something for my first week win victory week of the year in the fun league. I'm calling it out right now. So just want to throw that out to you guys. You know, probably going to get this cut from the producer level, but. Hey, I'm, I'm fired up, dude. I got four weeks and I haven't got a fucking win. That sucks. But now I'm going to get into sit your asses on the bench. Forget all that shit I told you about me not winning a game. All right, sit your asses on the bench this week. I think the main guy I want to sit down on the bench, Jared Goff this week. He's playing Carolina. Carolina is the real deal. Their secondary is real. They got players at every level in the linebacking core and their safeties and their corners. They're really good. They made fucking Captain Kirk Cousins shit to bed last week. They ended up pulling the game out just because Carolina is still a little inept offensively. But Kirk Cousins was held at 12 out of 19 for a buck 39. Two touchdowns, but two picks. And one of them was a 99-yard pick or some shit like that. So, I. Uh, I just don't like Jared Goff here. I know Vegas has him with one of the biggest spreads of the week at 10 points, but I think they're going to do it on the ground. I don't think they're really going to do it in the air. So I'm going to sit me some Jared Goff. I know that bye week's there, guys, so a lot of you guys might have him as your backup. But I'd look elsewhere, man, and maybe try to pick somebody else up. Now go into running backs that are going to sit your ass on the bench. Again, another tough one for me, but again, when I started looking at the matchup, How's he been doing the last couple of weeks? You know, it's probably one of those things where guys are thinking, my guy's going to break out this week. Eh, wrong Tony Pollard owners. Sit his ass on the bench. Last week, he had a fucking crappy outing in a game that they fucking supposedly were blowing open in Arizona, but he could only go 11 carries, 47 yards. He's been very pedestrian this year, and really, to me, he's been a little bit underperforming. He had one game, I believe, that really stood out to me. Other than that, he hasn't done anything. And now he's got the Niners this week. I'm finding someone else to play. Tony Pollard, I know I drafted you high, but I'm sitting your ass on the bench. 
Another guy I got to sit on the bench this week is a guy I love. I got him in a couple of leagues. I picked him up, obviously, in the leagues where I fucking don't got any but any wins. Puka with another big win. You're saying, Psh, King, how can I sit Puka? He's a must start every week. Eh, wrong. Stafford ain't playing, man. Even if Stafford's nicked up, I don't want to play him yet, and I don't think Cooper Cup's going to play this week. I think he's probably going to look at playing the following week. So especially if Stafford's not going to play, they are definitely not going to play Cooper Cup. So to me, it's just it's really going to be tough on Puka with whoever's back there throwing him the rock. But, you know, Puka came off his big game, but I think the Eagles will be ready for him, and I just don't see him replicating that. So that's going to wrap it up for my starts and sits. Again, Team Stump, coming after you, buddy. All right, man. Just like I said, zero your team out because you don't want that half-point loss against me. All right, Doug? For the Fantasy Island crew, I'm R.W. King. Signing off. Deuces. I'm out.